We're all souls having a human experience. That experience is a journey, and each journey is unique. It's through our experiences that we come together and unite. Join soul-led author, podcaster, Reiki practitioner, healer, teacher, and sheepreneur, Kristen Aurelia, as she shares insights, wisdom, and knowledge with listeners. This show is dedicated to understanding the complex layers of human behavior. Each episode will continue to illuminate pathways and spark soulful journeys. After all, we are all children of God, one collective consciousness trying to survive the human experience. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Surviving the Human Experience podcast. I am so glad that you are all here today, and I wanted to do an episode to introduce the show. So for uh, those of you who are new to Surviving the Human Experience and SheWise, I just want to talk to you a little bit about what the channel and the podcast is going to be about. So this podcast is going to be a uniquely created space where we are going to explore topics that range across everything human experience related. Some episodes might be light, some might be heavy. Each episode and series is going to be specifically designed to explore and discuss topics that are playing a role and having an impact on our human experience. We're going to cover everything from your health and wellness, self-discovery, life experiences, personal growth, healing, healing journeys, and so much more. This would be the point where I am supposed to give you the disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I am not a lawyer. So anything on this show uh, that you hear are for entertainment and educational purposes only. So um, I am going to share lots of different information. We'll be having guests on different episodes who either specialize or have experience in the field or topic that we are talking about. But as always, with anything that you want to try or information that you take in, you should always either consult with a doctor um, or a professional in that field before trying anything at home. So now that we got that out of the way, and you know um, that we're going to be covering all kinds of awesome topics, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about why this show will contain information that is going to help everyone, anyone who is interested in personal growth um, or just learning more information about different topics. So we're going to go on a journey with surviving the human experience, where we are going to increase awareness, education, do some information sharing, um, knowledge transfer, wisdom is going to be shared here, and exploration as we're going to continue to evolve and become what I like to call she wise. The she stands for surviving the human experience. I share that because I want our audience to know that this show is not just for women, not just for men, not just teens, not for um, any particular group of individuals. This is a show designed for human beings, regardless of how you identify. So now that we've got that out of the way, um, I just want to talk a little bit more about the show and uh, what kind of things we can expect and um, and get ready for, you know, some really exciting upcoming episodes. So a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Kristen. I have recently published my book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience. I actually came to this book um, through a very interesting way. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to write a book. I hadn't really even prepared to write a book. I was actually documenting my journey, which was a journey that took me in a space of a very interesting health crisis. And it was throughout that health crisis that I had to learn different tools and techniques to um to basically heal myself. So I started off a couple of years back, um, having a lot of issues on one whole side of my body, was not able to fully 
uh, function and use that side of my body, but there was no medical explanation for it. And after I, I don't know, spent quite a great deal of money and time going back and forth to doctors and uh, having all of the different tests run, I did everything from, you know, the the generic blood test to muscle tests to sleep tests, everything you can think of, um, even eventually going on to the spinal tap. I realized that there were no real logical medical answers or solutions. And throughout that process, I became very frustrated because I knew there was something physically happening and I knew something was going on, but nobody could seem to get to the root of that. Knowing that was very frustrating, frightening, and scary. So I ended up embarking upon um, uncharted territories and having to go through non-traditional forms of healing or what I will say were non-traditional to me at the time. Now they seem perfectly normal and I don't know why everybody doesn't try them. Um, but back in that space and time, it was a very interesting place for me to be in because I just couldn't seem to find solutions. Um, at one point I even went and sought out, um, professional help to, to see a therapist, to see if, you know, there was something I was missing. Um, was it something that I had been creating? And uh, I got that clean bill of health as well. So I tried to rule out everything and anything. It was the spinal tap that really did it for me. That was, um, that was a nightmare because I ended up in a situation where my body wasn't wanting to heal itself. And so my spine wasn't sealing and that was creating the spinal fluid leaks and that, you know, 1% chance of getting the spinal headaches become, became my new reality and I laid sideways for about a month and a half um, where my kids had to come over and spoon feed me while I was laying in the bed because I couldn't even stand up without having this god-awful pain um, to my head. It was horrible. It was not a good time. But after I went through all of those situations, I started seeking the help of energy healers and it was during that transition and during that time frame that I ended up on a journey that I had never anticipated I would ever be going on. Um, it was something that was completely different and completely unique to anything I had ever seen. I first started learning about, um, the power of energy in my body, learning to understand how energy flows, how to remove blockages, things that just were completely foreign territory to me. I had no idea what the healers were talking about when I first started. And they would ask questions and they'd say, do you feel that? Did you feel the movement? And I was like, yes, yes. I'm not sure what I'm feeling, but yes, absolutely. Because in my mind, I thought, well, did I feel something? Did I not feel something? And so I went for session after session. Um, every time I would go, I would feel a little bit better. I would start to gain some feeling in my body. I would start to be able to um, clear some of the brain fog. I would be able to function for a short period of time. And then a week later, I'd be back in the same pattern. And it just kept happening. And there were really no explanations. And it was getting really, really frustrating. And um, I then started layering in different tools. So I started learning about meditation. I learned how to meditate. That was a complicated thing for me because I had um, not meditated before. I am a high, high energy person. I am a uh, individual who has a hard time just sitting still in general. I feel like resting could be, um, I don't know, more stressful than doing 12 things at one time. So trying to sit still and trying to meditate and get into a space where I could just release all that was going around me, forget about my to-do list was incredibly difficult in the very beginning. As I began to learn how to meditate and I began to layer in things like going the holistic lifestyle, um, learning about medical medium protocols, I began drinking celery juice every morning. I had have, and I still do, I had my morning routine that I went and researched. I got the book Cleanse to Heal from Anthony William. 
um, I was able to work with a woman who had actually had the pleasure of working directly with him before he stopped seeing his clients one-on-one. And so she was able to assist me in walking through all of the different protocols because I was very overwhelmed. And during that time frame, it was so hard for me to comprehend information, retain information, understand what I was looking at. So between her and my mom, I would call and we would bounce back ideas and talk about the different protocols and the different routines and which supplements were going to work best and what could support me in the phase of healing that I was in. So I would start my morning every day with my 32 ounces of lemon water. I'd switch over to my celery juice. I had not had celery juice before. And wow, what an interesting taste it had when I first started. Now I actually like it. Now it feels weird not to... um, not to be drinking it. If I miss a day or two, it just feels like I've totally missed out on something. So I would do my lemon water. I would do my celery juice and then I would do a heavy metal detox shake. And I absolutely loved the heavy metal detox shake. It was, um, it consisted of like Atlantic dulse flakes, spirulina, banana, orange. Uh, the orange would be juiced. Um, I had wild blueberries in there. And so it was quite a concoction that you'd put together and then you'd drink and it helped to remove the heavy metals out of your body. And so that was my routine for like two years straight. I had also layered in the um, 369 advanced cleanses that he had. I removed eggs from my diet. I removed meat for my diet. And again, I have no preference either way for um, having meat or not having meat in your diet. I'm open. I mean, I think people need to do what they need to do for their body. At the time, I was willing to explore whatever was necessary to help remove some of the burden and the stress my body was going through because my body was beyond the max stressed at this point. And I was, you know, I was through a phase of clearing anything out that wasn't serving me and allowing my cells to regenerate and restore themselves and renew. So I had gotten rid of eggs. I had gotten rid of meat. Um, I had done the 369 advanced cleanses, which primarily consisted of regiments of raw fruits, vegetables, um, and was very, very clean eating style. And so I did a few rounds of those. I also used a lot of the recipes that were in Cleanse to Heal, learned about substitutes, things like um, pizza that I loved. I was able to find a substitute for that to eliminate some of the dairy because dairy was a problem at the time as well because I was trying to kill off bacterias and trying to fully um, flush my body of everything and anything that shouldn't have been there. So throughout this process, um, I was learning how to add supplementation as well. And this is where I learned about licorice and um, cat's claw and lysine and um, sovereign silver. I mean, I was just really starting to get the gist of the importance of zinc. Um, I was finding that if I felt a cold coming on or something happening, I would do the vitamin C shock therapies or I would do the zinc shock therapies. I was doing a lot of liquid B12 because my body was barely making it through each day. The fatigue I was experiencing, the brain fog I was experiencing, the complete utter state of confusion was just, it was beyond belief. It was, it was rough. And so I had different, um, protocols depending on which phase of my healing I was in. So as I continued on, I learned about, um, breathing techniques and I learned how to control my breath. I, at the same point, uh, was going through the ending of a relationship, which was very difficult, um, as well, because for those of you who have gone through very, um, intense or, uh, very toxic relationships and coming out of those, it's almost like, um, having to go through a a death process where you have to grieve that relationship and that space. And so for me, that was also occurring. Um, And then I was finding that my body was in a complete toxic overload. I had a lot of things going on and a lot of things happening that were really um, putting me in a life or death situation. I I was at a space where it could have gone either way. 
And so I had some choices to make and I made some very drastic, radical decisions and um, changes into my lifestyle, into my habits, into my health, into my thoughts. It was like an entire full body makeover. And I sat there with myself at the ending of this relationship as I was super, super sick and on death's door. And I said, okay, I have some options here. I can choose to either throw in the towel or I can choose to get up and fight. And that meant heal myself. And I had no idea what that meant. I had had a lot of people tell me that I needed to go on a healing journey. And that meant nothing to me because the one thing I had never been taught in my life was how to heal. I had been taught how to pick up and go. I had been taught how to always smile and keep it moving. But I did not know what it was like to stop, sit with my thoughts, have to figure out um, what I wanted my life to be. Uh, figure out who I was inside and what I actually wanted. Because for me, I had just lived my life and I had just always accomplished, did, kept moving, um, didn't really take much time to stop and process things because I don't know, that was painful. And sometimes there's some things that we really don't want to address. Or oftentimes I, I now find that you don't even know sometimes um, what's going on. You don't even realize that there's a problem because you've grown up in a certain environment or you've um, had certain limiting beliefs happen in your life that at some point it just seems normal. So when other people are looking at you like, you do what? You're like, well, what have you been doing all of your life? So there was a whole um, reconstruction of my body and my mind and my spirit. And for that reason, I took the time and I sat out and I've dedicated quite a bit of time to just learning how to, I don't know, support that relationship, I would say, with myself, love myself again, go through the journey of self-discovery, identifying my purpose, figuring out, you know, what are we here for? Because we're all here for a reason. And we get caught up in our, our experiences sometimes, or, you know, we go, and as I like to say, over-exercise our free will. And when we over-exercise that free will, sometimes it doesn't really coincide with the voice inside of us that was telling us, maybe we shouldn't do that, or maybe that's not the space to be in, or maybe you shouldn't take that path. We just kind of sometimes operate in our ego space and decide we're just going to go for it, and we're just going to do what we want, and that's just the way it's going to be. And so for me, having to sit still with myself was probably the most difficult thing I had ever done because it was during that process that I had to face all those demons and all those ugly skeletons and all of those things that had been somewhere buried um, from long, long ago that just kind of started to surface. So as I continued to work with the energy healers, I layered in the meditation and I supported myself with supplementation and I supported myself with healthier eating habits. Um, I had always been a person who had worked out. I had always been a person who was fit and went to the gym, um, loved my Zumba, loved spin class, high energy stuff. So the physical fitness was not an issue, but it did become an issue when I couldn't move, when I couldn't use that side of my body. That was a huge problem. And that really wore on my mind because I just you sometimes don't realize what you have until you can't use it. And when you get to that space, boy, it really it plays with your mind. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. 
Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become she-wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of DreamVision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. started reading. That was the other thing I did. I said, I have got to learn everything and anything I can about this spiritual journey, the healing journey, the health and wellness space, all of it. I am here for it. I am determined. I knew I had children. I wanted to be here to raise them. I wanted to come out of this alive, thriving, not just surviving, but also thriving. And so I had to deep deeply, deeply dig down. And I had to ask myself, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And this is where my faith came in. It was really a part and a place in my life where I really felt like I could have gone either way. I was not sure if I was going to pull myself out of this, if I could pull myself out of this. I mean, every doctor I went to didn't know what to do with me. I had many, many, many of them and they were specialists and the second opinion and the third opinions and the holistic space was able to identify um, lots of chemical overloads in my system and lots of medical um, situations that needed to be addressed immediately. And it was dire. So um, I decided to pull my faith together and I had to believe like I had never believed before. And I had always believed I grew up, you know, going to church every Sunday and, and having, you know, the, um, the Sunday school experiences. And um, I had grown up as a Catholic, so I was very rooted in my faith. I'd never questioned whether or not there was a God. I've never questioned whether or not Jesus was important and whether or not he was God's son. Like all of those things were just normal, natural. Yes, I believe that's not even a question. But when it comes down to it and you're sitting there and everything you once had disappears, you have to believe in a different way. (laughs) It's not the same as I'm a little upset today. This is a, wow, I am really struggling what in the world? And it would have been easy for me to be angry. It would have been easy for me to point fingers. It would have been easy for me to say, woe is me. It would have been easy to, you know, put myself in the victim box. And I refused to do that. And I refused to do that because that wasn't what was going to get me out of here. And nobody needs to hear the sob story. I mean, we all have one. The reality is we do. And we can pick and choose how we interpret that story. I chose to heal myself. I chose to say, this is the part where you put on your, you know, your, in my case, my big girl pants, get it together. But I also had to roll up my sleeves and get messy and do the work. And that's what I chose to do. But my starting point was um, reconnecting on a much deeper level with God. 
this was the first time I had ever really realized that my whole entire life of prayer and conversation I had been having felt like it was one-sided. I always prayed every single day. I pray every day. It's my natural part of my routine every night before I go to bed. But I never really thought about the fact that if you listen, you can get the answers because I was always so busy doing everything and anything that I would throw out there what I needed to throw out. And typically it's always, can you help me do this? Or thank you for this. I appreciate that. But can I do this next? And I realized, huh, what am I giving back in any relationship? You, you got to have that conversation. And it's easy in the human space because you can look at the person, you can have a conversation, you can talk back and forth, you can compromise, but it's a little bit different in this space. So I started there. Um, doesn't mean everybody has to start there. That's just what worked for me. I also had to um, pick up some books and I said, I am going to read everything and anything I can to learn more about the human experience. And I was reading probably a book a week easily. And I had so many favorites. It's hard to, to whittle them down for you. Cause I have about five pages now of <laughs> single spaced spreadsheets of books. I read, um, that were instrumental along my journey. And depending on where I was, I found that different authors and different topics resonated differently with me. And there are some that I have gone back and reread. And now that I'm in a different space than I was, you know, even a week or two ago, I have learned that each time you reread those books that you find that are um, of value or are providing some sort of information exchange to you that sometimes you pick up something you missed the first time, or you look at it differently because throughout the personal growth and development phase, you've continued to grow and develop in such a space and such a way that now you're starting to um, appreciate different aspects of it. So reading was really, really important. Um, I was reading a lot from Dr. Joe Dispenza, from Abram Hicks, from, um, I had uh, Rainey Howard. I read a lot from Dr. Romney. I also, um, oh gosh, there were so many. Like I read a lot of Anthony William books. Um, I read a lot of Tony Robbins as well. I would listen to a lot of podcasts. I would listen to a lot of YouTube inspirational um, shows and videos. So I was really just on a quest for learning, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. So that was also part of the space um, that I went into. I had to start exploring my childhood. And I talk about that in my book. Um, in part two of the book, I go through what it looks like. Uh, I write a, about a girl named Anna. Uh, let me back it up. So the beginning of the book, I write about a girl named Anna and I share her story. And it's about... Um, the journey for uh, her health declining and what that looked like. And in part two, I talk about the limiting beliefs and looking back at childhood to figure out how did you get where you get, right? Because we all get where we get for a reason. And most of the time it's because we've been in a place in a space where we've adopted beliefs of others or we've created beliefs for ourselves that were created when we were children because of certain situations or encounters that we had, and we carry them with us forward. And you see this a lot. And I mean, psychology has shown this time and time again through, you know, the different, um, different greats of all times, Maslow, uh, Pavlov, all of them kind of walk you through conditioning and uh, Maslow has this hierarchy of needs and how that all plays out into our adult life when you go forward. And so we've all got this inner child and this inner child may have had experiences that were pleasant or not so pleasant. There may have been traumas. There may have been neglect. There may have been instances of just instability or being moved from space to space and really just never having um, healthy love in their lives. And so 
depending on which space or what experience an individual has, they can carry that into their adulthood without even recognizing it. Because, you know, your subconscious and your conscious can get, you know, in two different directions. And sometimes there's things that you're not even consciously aware you're doing because your subconscious has recognized certain things. So part two really explores reflections. And then part three is the quest to go through and really uncover truth. And a lot of times um, we find out that our truth is not what we necessarily thought it was, because when you start doing the work and you start peeling back the onion, you start to find different aspects and different, um, different hidden gems or sometimes hidden thorns. And through that process, that's where we start to recognize and understand how we can change the direction that we're going because awareness is where it all begins. So I learned um, during that time and what I share in the book as well um, about protecting your energy and understanding that you aren't your mind because oftentimes we get caught up in our mind and we think just because we had a thought that that must be true. So learning how to uncover those thoughts and challenge them, because not all of them, just because it passes your brain doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. Um, you're responsible for your happiness. A lot of times I think we look outside of ourselves for our happiness and we're looking for that, that person or that thing or whatever the case might be, you know, maybe it's the vacation or um, the job or buying those clothes. We think it's going to make us happy and it doesn't. We have to look within ourselves and recognizing that um, we only get one body and you have to take care of it. Because once it's not working, you either have to do a lot of work and spend a lot of money to uh, get yourself back together, which I can say that I had the pleasure of experiencing, um, or you could just take care of it from the beginning. But oftentimes, I think we find ourselves um, waiting until we're at that part where there's a problem. And then we're being reactive instead of being proactive. You know, we go through our lives and, you know, having uh, raised kids, you know, you the, the food thing is always the interesting topic, right? Because there's things that we want to eat that necessarily aren't necessarily the healthiest for us. And so, you know, you could eat something, let's say use fast food, for example, you could do that in your teens and your twenties. But then if you go to do that in your thirties and forties, your body can react a little bit different. So recognizing that and knowing that where if you could just have done a few things different, I think uh, the majority um, of people, if you talk to them would say, well, if I could just go back and do it again, I probably would have done a little less this or a little less that. So looking at, um, even physically, you know, going through and having injury after injury, if you're playing sports or, um, you're just not careful with your body, you know, that stuff all adds up over time. So recognizing that you only get one, you got to take care of it is really important. Um, I went on a journey too to figure out who I was. What was my purpose? I had to sit for quite a quite a while and ask, what is my purpose? Because we're all here for a reason. Now, if we never get out of the space of just thinking that it's just to have fun and do whatever the heck we want, then that's fine. That could be your human experience. But we're each given a mission and we're each given a purpose. So while you're here, you're supposed to complete that mission and that purpose. So I spent a great deal of time exploring that. And during that phase, I was doing a lot of journaling and I was doing a lot of um, not just physically writing, but picture journals. I learned about the power of picture journaling and how picture journals allow you to um, blend or merge your conscious and your subconscious that opens that space up that door um, that we sometimes don't even recognize is there. Because if you don't go through and you don't do that kind of work, <laughs> you don't ever explore that side. But I was into exploring um, all of those things. So also we talked about the limiting beliefs. I had to go through and learn my limiting beliefs. I was uh, fortunate to come across a book by Rainey Howard um, about healing from toxic relationships. And in there, there was an exercise. It was really an amazing exercise, but it was about um, doing relationship audits.
journey to the awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become She-Wise. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. during the relationship audit, you are in essence writing down your relationships and looking at them and pulling them apart and seeing who plays what roles and how that impacts you. And once I realized that and I started looking at that, I started to see common themes throughout my relationships. And I started to see um, commonalities that weren't exactly positive. And it helped me to pinpoint some things so that moving forward, I could move differently because that was really important to me, um, knowing that I wasn't going to recreate the same experiences because I, I knew that those weren't healthy and I knew that's not what I wanted and that I definitely didn't want to, um, to experience them again. And then I had to find out what did healing really look like and what did that mean? And everybody defines it differently and people will say, oh, I'm healed. And I always say, okay, you can be healed per se, but we're all healing. Each day, something new could happen or something different could happen, have a different experience or interaction that could create a, you know, an injury to the mind, body, or soul. And so I think it's an ongoing process. I don't think it's a, you just wake up one day and you're all good. You're cured. Life is great. Everything's wonderful. I think it's a journey for your entire life. So 
I learned about um, the healing process versus, you know, how to be healed is what I wanted to say, because I, I know that there's levels to it. And I, again, don't think it ever just really kind of, you know, everything just is perfect all the time. I mean, it can get pretty close. Don't get me wrong. But I know that it's um, it's a process. And then, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I got into the energy space. So I was doing energy sessions. I had learned about the um, sound healing and sound baths and tuning forks and the vibrations and the different, you know, um, levels of healing that happen when you're able to get into those sound baths and how it really just calms and relaxes the nervous system. Um, I had to reset my entire nervous system. I was, you know, we were detoxing just about every organ in my body and uh, rebuilding cells and rebuilding mitochondria and all kinds of good stuff for my journey. And so in doing that, um, I was very appreciative for the support that sound bowls and sound baths did for me because that was that was a very um, big game changer for me. And then also I had to learn that living on autopilot was not where it was at. My body was so used to doing things so quickly and without any thought because I am so routine focused and I multitask and, you know, I have um, multiple jobs and multiple children and um, my own stuff that I've got to take care of. And I like to go to the gym and I like to try to go out and have fun. And so I was doing so many things that I had just created routines that were replicatable and really easy and wash, rinse, repeat, and I didn't have to think. And so my body just went on autopilot. It just knew what to do and I didn't have to think very much. So I had to learn how to be present and conscious of what I was doing instead of just operating like a machine. So that was big. Um, Shadow work also, learning how to do shadow work. That's a whole episode in itself. Um, That can get dark, not going to lie. That can get pretty intense and heavy and all of the things. And uh, it was, yeah, it was intense. Don't get me wrong. There were some very low points and um, yeah, it was rough, but it helps you uncover the different sides and different um, spaces that are sometimes hidden that we don't necessarily recognize at the surface. So for me, that was really a great experience. I really appreciated it. I wouldn't have changed it, but it was hard to go through. And having to look at yourself in the mirror and just do the work and dig really deep, it's never pretty, but it's worth it in the end. So I would say that... um, that it's important to take the time and know that there isn't a time limit on all of these things because sometimes people try to rush and rushing is not going to get you there faster. You need to do it at your own pace, your own time. A um, little bit of summary that I covered in the book too because I know I cover so many topics, sort of what we just chatted about here Again, I had to learn, you know, the sitting with yourself, the journaling, the meditations. I did a lot of dream analysis too, because I was having a lot of different dreams as I was continuing to be more open and being more spiritual. Um, Grounding techniques. I had to learn what grounding was. had no idea what it was. That was definitely necessary for me during this time. Affirmations were amazing. I had my affirmation journals. I had things written on the walls. I had, you know, stuff everywhere. Uh, Physical exercise was huge for me, not because of weight loss. I mean, although who doesn't love, you know, a good weight loss routine. But for me, um, I have learned that that physical exercise gives me mental clarity It allows me to push uh, pent up energy out of me. It gives me energy, actually. So, you know, some people come out of the gym and they're like, oh, Lord, it's time to go to bed. Not me. I am ready to go. I feel like I've just got a new lease on life after I've worked out. So for me, it was more about caring for myself. It just it was a total package for me. Um, I had to understand human relationships too. It was interesting because I've, you know, got a degree in psychology and I studied it and I fully understand the theory behind a lot of relationship basics and human interactions. But um, the human experiences I was having were not exactly 
pleasant ones and they weren't the ones that I preferred to have. So for me, it was very important to uh, change that dynamic. And so understanding and learning that became really, really crucial. And so then, um, you know, I just kept going and I, I just kept saying like, I want to learn more. I want to learn more. I learned about surrendering. I learned about the power of surrender. I had to learn how to be still and quiet my mind and stop letting all the noise get into my space. I had to learn about what's not serving you needs to go. Um, I lost a lot of people along my journey. I definitely did. And that was, I think, probably one of the harder things to process because there were people in my life that had been in my life for a long time that really, I truly, truly, truly love. Um, and I say love because it's not a past tense for me. It, it, when I love, I love, and that's that whether things were good, bad, or indifferent, I tend to always find the good in people. Um, and sometimes I miss some of the not so good. And so it can be very disheartening when you see that maybe this was where the story ends for, for this part of the journey with that person. Um, and that is painful, especially if they've been part of your life for so long. So I had to learn, um, about the lessons and the seasons and why people come and why people go and when it's time to let people go. And it was more about learning as you go along the process and you start to change, grow, develop, re-engineer yourself, whichever word you want to call it, that there's old versions of you and there's new versions of you being birthed. And when you're going through that space and you're learning about those new versions, it's really a cool space to be in because you're really not sure what's happening next. You're just like, this is like a story that what's going to happen at the end. Um, but not everybody's ready to let go of the old version of you. And that's okay. And that was the part I had to learn is that is okay. It just feels awkward and uncomfortable. And again, it sort of feels like um, what I talked about in the beginning where you feel like you're experiencing a death because it is, it could be a death of a marriage, a friendship, a uh, acquaintance, whatever the person or people were to you, it feels like that. And you have to honor those feelings and honor those thoughts and allow yourself to process them. Because if you just push them down, you just trap energy in your body and it never gets better. Um, so that was a big learning lesson. And then learning about trauma's effect on the body. That was another big one. We think something happens. It was traumatic. It's over. You move on. But if you don't address it and you don't allow it to release itself, it can manifest as trapped energy in your body in different chakras or spaces or whatever your beliefs are. Um, so that was really another kind of eye opener. I really enjoyed the book, uh, the body keeps the score. And when the body says no, those were two really good books, um, for that area to help me learn a little bit about that supplementation. I mentioned earlier, used a lot of supplementation in the beginning. And I had to learn as I went along that supplementation can only get you so far. So when I learned that, I realized that um, I had to learn ways to put things in when I needed them and remove things when I didn't. So it wasn't supposed to be the end all be all cure. It was supposed to quote unquote, as it says, supplement me for the time that I needed it. And when I was done, that was it. So that was um, another lesson, learning how and when to add and remove and when to add back in. Because there were some points in time where I needed to add certain things back in, and that's okay too. I really enjoyed reflexology, learned a lot there. Also learned about using crystals um, and how they can benefit you along the way. Um, learning about energy and vibrations. We talked about that a little bit when we talked about the sound bowl. And uh, we talked about uh, food and its, its role in supporting your body as you're going about the healing journey. Um, I also went and um, took, a, took um, some Reiki 
courses, right? And so I, along the process, fell in love with it. I was like, this is great. I can move my own energy because I'm a do-it-yourself kind of person. And so I eventually ended up going and getting my Reiki certifications because I thought there was so much value in it. And I realized that this was something that could help me as I was learning how to move and control my own energy. Um, And it also, you know, could help others. And so the primary was as part of my toolkit for healing. So that's what kind of led me there. So I share all of this because the book Recreation Surviving the Human Experience does talk about all of these different things. And it's told in a story format. It's broken into the three parts I mentioned. Um, and I did that in in a way to kind of share some wisdom and some knowledge that I gleaned along the way. And so that kind of started off where we, where we get to today, where, you know, as I was going through all of this and I was doing a lot of trial and error and I spent a couple of years on this journey, I thought, you know, I just... I see so many people out here who are also like myself, just trying to figure this stuff out because if you weren't taught certain things, you don't know certain things. And so that is where she wise came about. And, uh, the, she, like I mentioned is not a, a, um, pronoun it is for surviving the human experience. And I say that because, We are here and we're all souls having a human experience and we have to learn how to survive in the conditions, in the environment, in the experiences that we embody while we're here on this earth. And so it's not surviving in a negative way. I've, I've had people ask me like, well, is it surviving? Cause we want to, we want to not just survive. We want to like take it to the next level. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, we are thriving. We're doing all those things. But there's so many topics that could be shared that help us throughout our human experience. And so therefore, that is where this channel comes into play. That is why I created uh, Surviving the Human Experience podcast. I hope that you will um, tune in, that you'll want to follow, that you'll want to be part of the discussions. I have every intention as this channel continues to grow and expand as I get all of the episodes up and running to have others on to do interviews to talk about, you know, a variety of different topics. So I'm going to have all kinds of cool different topics all along the way. So thank you so much for tuning in for listening. Again, I hope that you will join me for future episodes and stay tuned because I really do believe there's something for everybody on this channel. You know, some things may appeal to you more than others, but please, please, please tune in, um, subscribe, and thank you for listening. And I look forward to episode two. Have a great evening. Stay blessed and take care. This wraps up today's episode of Surviving the Human Experience with Kristen Aurelia, the show where all things human experience related come together and are explored. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Episodes will be archived on the Surviving the Human Experience Dream Vision 7 Radio Network website page and will also be accessible at shewisepublications.com. That's S-H-E-W-I-S-E publications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.